Welcome back to Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chavik alongside PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Miriam. Another very special guest coming on right now. Shane Magoo, the FIU interior offensive lineman. Shane, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me on. So my first question for you, so you kind of played everywhere along the offensive line. In high school, you played tackle, and then you played all three interior positions at FIU. Where do you feel the most comfortable heading into the NFL? Yeah, you know, going into the NFL, you know, center is probably, you know, where I feel most comfortable just because, you know, the, you know, the body type I have kind of fits the center mold a little bit more. But, you know, have playing, you know, all, you know, left, right, you know, both guards in college, you know, I'm pretty comfortable sliding over. So being able to be that one guy, you know, that could be able to swing, you know, really helps my, you know, my resume a little bit. So you, your brother Alex went to FIU as the quarterback there. How much did that impact your decision when you were deciding where to play at the next level after high school? Was it FIU because of him, or was that you know your, your big draw there? Yeah, yeah, you know, pretty much it really was. You know, it was one of the first offers that I got, and once I got it, you know, I kind of took some time to think about it. And when I say some time, it took me about twelve hours. <laughs> I called Coach Turner back and committed, you know, just being able to get the chance to play with your older brother in college is something you guys have been, you know, talking about since we were little kids. And once we got the opportunity, you know, I just couldn't pass that up. That's awesome. Uh, So PJ is a Jets fan. They drafted James Morgan last year. I'm sure you're familiar with. Uh, We haven't seen him yet in the NFL, uh, but can you tell PJ, like, what what has he got there? Who, Who is James Morgan? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I'm really close with James. I actually lived with him the two years he was at FIU. We were roommates. And obviously, center quarterback has changed. You know, you get kind of close to him. You know, he's he's a, a football fanatic. The guy's so into just learning the game and studying the game that he's such a prepared kid that he'll never, you know, fail because of unpreparation. The kid is, you know, he'll stay up till – you know, I just remember, you know, stories in college. I can I can just give you guys examples of, you know, we'd go to practice, you know, we'd come back around like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, watch some film. Well, we'd be laying on the couch, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night. Everyone's kind of getting ready to go to bed. And he'd be walking out of the room and we're like, where are you going? He's just like, oh, I'm going to the facility to watch some film. And he's just like that kind of kid that just like is just, a, you know, a grinder, a study hard kid. And, you know, he's just worked for everything he's had. I hate to keep asking quarterback questions, but going back to your brother really quick, he plays for the Seahawks. Um, did you ever have interest in playing quarterback uh, before ending up being an offensive lineman, or was it just always offensive line for you? Absolutely not. No. no <laughs> I no. love that. I love that. I, yeah, no. Never quarterback. I played I played a few other positions, uh, you know, coming out, you know, like my freshman year of high school and stuff like that. I played linebacker and uh, a little bit of tight end and then some defensive line, but I never – no, I never wanted to be a quarterback. So every NFL player was probably very dominant in high school or younger. Did you ever have a moment or a play from your high school or younger days where you're like, oh, damn, like I could be an NFL player someday? Uh, you know, it's hard to say. Uh, one play from high school. Wow. Um, you know, it's just I can't really put one play on it, but there's a lot of times, you know, you just remember being in high school and, and just like kind of tossing guys when I move the tackle, you're just kind of throwing guys around. And then, you know, you get to that one game where, you know, the coach kind of says, Hey, like the defensive end you're going to block this week is like, you know, supposed to be this real good kid. 
and all this stuff. And so, you know, you know, you prepare for it and stuff like that. And you go out and just, you know, do your thing and just don't really even worry about it. And it kind of dawns on you. Like if that was like the best that, you know, that we're supposed to play and like that, that's what it was, you know, maybe I can, you know, play like at the next level. So kind of going off of that, you know, if you're talking to a GM and he asks you for, for one play or one moment from your career at FIU, sell me on drafting you with this one play. Does anything stick out in your mind where you just absolutely blow some guy up or, or, or a gritty play that, that gets you on a roster somewhere? Yeah. 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 Um, two years ago, and it was, it was a 2019 season when we beat Miami. Um, there's a play in the third quarter that we score. It was like a 30 yard touchdown run. It was an inside zone. And it ended up kind of sealing the game. It was the points we needed to kind of put a cap on and say, all right, they can't come back. And I just remember I'm playing center, and I want to say there was a – I think there was a – it was like a two-eye or three-technique play side. I think it was a two-eye, and I kind of stepped to him to go block him, and I see he, you know, he rocks out to the B-gap. So then I slow down, and I chip back on the into the defense lineman on the other side. I chip back on him and then worked up to the second level and tossed the linebacker. And Anthony Jones, our running back, kind of slips that hole right up, like right off my button and goes for the touchdown. And that's just kind of, you know, an example that shows like reading defenses, controlling your pace, and then getting to the second level. Um, pretty simple question, not asking a uh, specific play anymore, but who's the best D lineman you ever faced? Um, you know, there's, there's some guys, you know, there's a, a few – you know, I blocked uh, the the first time we played Miami. The three technique that had Gerald Willis, he was he was super good. The um, not even against you know one of my teammates. He's in the NFL now. He plays for the Titans. Tierra Tart is an interior defense lineman. That was he's super good. Uh, those are just two that come right off the top of my head. So kind of going off that. So you're heading into the NFL now. Is there any like D tackle that you're like I? That's like you're welcome to the NFL moment, like Aaron Donald or someone like that. You're like I cannot wait to go up against him. Yeah, you know, there, there, there's obviously, you know, Aaron Donald is a great example. I've kind of said his name before, kind of in this scenario. Yeah, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, you've just been watching and he's just such a freak athlete that it'd be, you know, it'd be nice to get to block him and also kind of not be very nice to have to. But, uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that's kind of – he might welcome you to the NFL a little bit. <laughs> so, as you're going to the NFL, of course, you're going through the pre-draft process. You've been training, doing all this stuff, combine, getting ready for the draft. Um, what has that been like for you? How many teams have you talked to? What have interviews been like exactly? Yeah, you know, we've been training forever now, you know, going to the bowl games and stuff like that. I got the chance to sit down uh, to quite a few teams, you know, just, they, you know, general interviews and, you know, just trying to get to know who you are. Um, and those were at the bowl games. And then, you know, we've had, you know, my agents had a lot of, a lot of teams reach out, you know, trying to get more information, you know, trying to get medical records and, you know, calls and stuff like that. You know, I, I had a couple teams call earlier this week. Just, again, they're just trying to get information, want to know where you're going to be for draft day and all this stuff. So it's it's kind of getting close, getting a little antsy now. So we're just kind of trying to see, 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 see if something will happen. So there's a report yesterday that came out that the Eagles were asking their prospective prospects to play rock, paper, scissors just to gauge their competitiveness. Do you get any like weird that. questions like that from any teams you talk to? Um, no, you know, I didn't have any strange, I've heard some people get some weird ones like that, but I, I didn't personally. Um, I know 
I think, you know, my brother was coming out. He kind of told me some stories he got. And, you know, they asked, you know, you have 30 seconds or whatever. And it's like, tell me all the things you could do with a paperclip. <laughs> and it's just like, they're, you know, I for whatever reason, you know, they just want to see, like, if you can think under pressure and stuff like that. But I didn't get any weird ones, really. Just, but they they definitely can th- throw some curveballs in there to see how you react. <laughs> so, so what would you do in 30 seconds with a paperclip? <laughs> oh, geez. I would think, all right, so you use as a paperclip, uh, a, a door a, a, to pick a lock. You could. Uh, That's uh, a good answer. That's good. Yeah. Good answer. Uh, pick a lock. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, key. Uh, it's like picking a lock. Uh, you could scratch <laughs> something into a table. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you could probably use it as like a like a tooth like a like to pick something up i don't know toothpick kind of deal yeah. you could probably bend it bend yeah. it into like a little <laughs> These are good. this is better than i would have done the same uh, yeah that's, that's why he's an nfl uh, player man we're not <laughs> <laughs> paper clip ability so you you just mentioned you were talking about talking to teams at the bowl game you went to the hula bowl which is in hawaii that's it's a nice yeah. place to go what was yeah, that experience like you know getting it, to play against players that you don't normally see out there and getting a trip to hawaii playing for the scouts yeah, you know, it was awesome. That was my, you know, the third one I had been to. And, you know, uh, my agent got, you know, called me and said that, you know, that they had heard from him. I was going to get invited and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, my third one I'm going to, you're kind of like, okay, like, here we go. And then I start thinking about it and got the details on it. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to be sweet. You know, the put the, the trip over, that was my first time going over there. It was the longest I've ever been on a plane. And big guys on planes, yes, as you can imagine, it's, it's, a, it's a blast. But once you got over there, you know, it, it was it was sweet. Just, you know, just to be able to go over there in Hawaii and stuff like that. And the coaches we had, you know, our offensive coordinator was Mark Sanchez. Rex Ryan was our head coach. Like, it was pretty cool wow. to be around those guys. And just, like, literally just every day be in meetings with them and and, and especially getting to play, like you said, against, against guys from different conferences and that I never got to play in my whole career. And, you know, maybe they were, it would, they were obviously, you know, top tier talent if they're getting invited to all-star games. So being able to block them and show that you can, you know, play up to that level in front of these NFL scouts is, you know, something that was really huge. Um, I mentioned PJ's a Jets fan. You mentioned Rex Ryan. Uh, any good Rex Ryan stories for, for my guy, PJ? <laughs> uh, um, I can honestly say, I, I, he's, he's a character. He's so funny. I just <laughs> gotta be meetings. electric, man. I can't. Yeah. He was hilarious. Especially having him and Mark in the same room. It was so much fun. He like, I remember one day, you know, as everyone would imagine, um, we're sitting there and Rex is a big defensive guy, as I'm sure, you know, and we're sitting there and Rex is kind of like, he's, he's saying, you know, okay. He's like, ah, this is what defense is going to do, blah, blah. He's like, I don't know what Mark's got the, the offense doing. And then he kind of says, I don't know if he's he, uh, put in the butt fumble into the offense yet. And then, and then Mark Oof. was kind of just like, bro, come on. Like, so that was hilarious. I'm glad to know that everybody can still laugh at that because every time yeah. it's shown on TV, a piece of me just dies. So I'm glad to know they're laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did want to ask you, though, you know, you were you were a senior this year, a captain at FIU. What did it mean to you to be the, the senior captain at, as center right down there in the trenches and, and representing your team like that in your senior year? Yeah, you know, it means a lot, you know, it just kind of, you know, shows because the way, you know, I'm sure most teams pick captains, it wasn't really a coach's thing, you know, the team took a vote on it and they counted them up and, 
you know, it got announced in a team meeting. So just to, just to know that you're, you know, your team like really believes in you enough to like vote on you and, you know, get all those votes to be able to be one of those captain means a lot. You know, he put a lot of work in over the, the five years that I was there and just to, you know, show it kind of paid off and guys really respect, you know, my opinion and, and can see that they're like, I'm leading by example and stuff like that. It really meant a lot. Um, so we're doing our own combine of sorts, you know, doing some drills, us non, uh, maybe athletically gifted as you or, or other athletes. Um, we did like a 40, uh, broad jump vertical, a long throw. So we like to play this game whenever we have a guest on, um, oh, and a three cone, um, read a book by cover who you got to rank the four of us here in terms of athletic ability and who performed, you know, oh, the best or towards the bottom. I know, I know it's hard, but it, it's a good bit. Uh, let me, let me try. I got, here we go. Now I got all four people. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. No, 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 you don't, no, you no, won't. no. Trust don't me. worry you about it. Feelings have been hurt already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. At the top of my list, let's go with my, my boy Tate over there. Let's go. Good eye. Love you, Shane. <laughs> Good eye. That's all right. That's a start. Um, ah, oh, geez. Maybe, maybe, uh, Nick. Yes. Okay. Two for two. 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 This is wow, now where it two gets, for two. Man. Where it gets interesting. <laughs> uh, let's go. PJ Max. Oh, wow. let's go. He's nailed it. Four you nailed four. it. He absolutely it? stuck yes, it. Yes, you did. Oh, man. Let's go. So, be the first one to do that. So, Shane, I want to ask you, so, like, we're normal human beings, so obviously not future NFL players. Like, what would be, like, the benchmark where you're, like, you respect us, like a 40-time or a long throw? Like, okay, that's a respectable time for a non-future NFL player. A 40-time for an average-sized human that's not trying to make the NFL. If you could run probably, like, under, under a 5'5". Five, five. Okay, like, that's yeah. a little more leeway. I, so, we've had people uh, say Mac, we got to make some five, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> no, sub five. If I could run a sub five, I, you know, I've done it once, but I'll give you some leeway. The big guys will give you the leeway on the speed. I All appreciate right? that. I appreciate <laughs> that very much. Okay, that's good to know. That's that's good to know that that we have a little bit of leeway. So now we got to ask next next week's a big week. You know, what are you mm -hmm. planning on on doing for next week? Where are you going to be? Where are you watching? Any any big plans? Yeah, so I'm I'm still in Tampa. I've been training in Tampa. You know, the whole the whole time I've been you know leading up the pro day and everything. And I'm from here, so my parents are right down the road, kind of. So we're just going to be at my parents' house. You know, you know, have a couple buddies over and just kind of hang out and watch it. And, Hopefully my phone rings. <laughs> That's totally, you know, understandable. Yeah. But as long as you're doing it with people and you, and you mentioned, you know, you're in Tampa, we try to ask everybody, you know, any specific team you want to stick in Tampa with the Super Bowl champions, would that be a uh, kind of a dream of yours? I mean, you know, I've honestly, I've been in Tampa pretty much my whole life, but I'm not a huge bucks. Like, I don't have, I don't have an NFL team that I'm like a fan of, you know, but saying trying to pick it i get this question all the time not from really like podcast guys or anything like that but like just random people always ask like what's the one team you'd want to go to i i could care less you know yeah. it only takes one wherever i can go just just looking for a shot and this this walks perfectly into what our next question which was just basically what about seattle because your brother's there it'd be fun to go play with him <laughs> that you know that would be awesome yeah yeah, yeah. let's do it again why not run it back
it worked last time. So yeah. speaking of your brother, I mean, he obviously went through this whole process. Has he given you like any advice as you make your way from college into the pros? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's a lot of just, you know, it's a lot of training, you know, week after week, especially, you know, leading into pro day. I think I was training for, you know, 10 weeks before pro day. And then that's kind of, you got your eye on something. And then the hardest part is, you know, after pro day, once you get done, and, you know, you still got to keep up with it and stuff like that. And he's kind of – I actually live with him now. So, he just kind of, like, keeps me on – keeps me on the right track. And, you know, anytime my head starts to get a little, you know, out of the – you know, just out of the line, you know, whether I'm thinking too much about, you know, is it going to happen? I don't know. Am I going to – you know, you start doubting yourself a little bit. He kind of just screws my head back on and just, you know, tells me to relax. And, you know, he's done it all before. So, you know, it, it does it does help. So last question, we, we try to ask this to everybody we get on that that's going through this process. Has it hit you yet that the next time you're putting on a helmet, you know, you're in the NFL, you're in a, you're in a mini camp, you're in a training camp somewhere, just living out your dream. You, you know, I don't know if it'll hit me until I, I get in the locker room. You know, it's something that I try not to, you know, overhype and, you know, kind of like get too excited about yet. You kind of just got to wait and see what happens, but. Uh, you know, it's again, I could say it's hit me, but I'm sure I'm sure I'll get a whole different wave of feelings once I actually get there and put a helmet on. Shane Magoo, FIU center and future NFL player. Shane, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Oh, dude. Of course, man.